Hey, this is Luis. And this is Luis. And we are the founders of BizBros. <laughs> this episode was recorded at a Potmax Propellify virtual event. And if you don't know, Propellify is an amazing event that will take place virtually from October 5th to October 9th. And it's also their fifth annual event. Propellify historically has gathered over 8,000 people in Hoboken for a single day of talks, tech, pitches, drones, and more. This year, it's a five-day virtually experience, which will have investors speed dating, the Cleantech Impact Challenge with a $50,000 prize awarded, talks from guests like Al Roker, Andrew Yang, and New Jersey First Lady Tammy Murphy, and tons of networking opportunities. So, without further ado, let's jump into this special episode with a guest from Podmax and a sponsor of Propellify. We've got some Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm, I'm Luis. And you're listening to the before. Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. We have an awesome episode coming up for you. It's a Surprise. special series, actually. Surprise. Yes. yes. This is the first of three, I think. Yep. Uh, but before we get started, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button. Don't forget to subscribe to Content is Profit. And follow us on social media at BizBrosco. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, please, please don't forget to share it and leave a five-star review. Woo, baby. Five-star. Five star. There we go. In your face. Okay. Today, we have a special episode. We partner with Potmax and Propellify to share the stories of some of the innovators that are shaping our future. People that are taking their ideas and turning them into reality. These stories are meant to empower you to build the future you want. That is correct, guys. And today's guest, we just spent like five minutes talking to him. And he is one of the most genuine guys and approachable guys you will ever absolutely. meet. He is absolutely fantastic, guys. And you know what? He is actually super proud. He mentioned this to us of quitting a pretty, a pretty tedious career he had. Yes. And guys, I, I, I absolutely love that because as an entrepreneur that we are, you yeah. know, we didn't want to be in a tedious job. So absolutely. thank you so much for sharing that. You guys know through our episodes that I do have a family. I actually work with family and everybody seems to be like, what the heck? Why are you... Like, how can you do that? And our guest is so proud and so proud of his own family. And we thought, like, that was such an interesting thing to say, right? Because it makes us human. And we're, it's so, so exciting that yep. he's sharing that with us. You know, he, you know, he's I'll, also I'll, very proud. You, are I'll, you chiming I'll, in? I want to get this one. Yeah, guys, he, he shared with us that he actually has a dog <laughs> that pays more attention to him than his kids do right now. I hey, can feel it. I, I identify with that. I'm my, not going to yes, lie. Yes. That is uh, my dream. I want to have a dog that pays attention to me as much as his dogs do, guys. And he also works for a tech company called Mammoth Analytics. And we'll be discovering all about it in today's podcast of Content is Profit. Yeah. So, everybody, please welcome the one guy you want to grab a beer with, Mr. Dom Berry. That's, that's, that's quite an introduction, guys. I don't think I've ever been introduced in quite such a 
enthusiastic way. Thank you. Absolutely, Dom. It's, it's an honor to have you here, man. Like we we jumped into you know this partnership with Max and Propelify, and we honestly did not know how awesome were the people that we were going to meet. We we're like, yep. let's jump in there, and it's like this is definitely a, a, a different crowd. This is out of the comfort zone, right? Out of the comfort zone for us, but at the same time, it's so inspiring to share you guys like stories, what you guys are doing every single day. You guys are changing lives, and you guys should inspire more people and this is why we're here so you you can jump on this train with us and uh share your message so dumb share with us a little bit you know who are you like where are you from where do you grow up a little bit of your story Just, i really want to know about like that quitting thing because a lot of people yeah. are very afraid of quitting and I, i'm assuming this was a pretty big deal for you and your family and then the amazing opportunity that you know that turned into yeah well It's an interesting one. I, I kind of read languages at university, modern and medieval languages. And what are you supposed to do with a degree like that? So I, I kind of, um, I ended up working for a communications, a telecommunications company. I don't know why. I just did. And that ended up, uh, it ended up getting quite interesting. And I was working with the, the, the Apples and the Googles and the Facebooks and stuff. But it was a big organization and you couldn't do what you wanted to do. And I met the founder of Mammoth. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to take this, this opportunity. It's a big risk, but listen, it might not happen again where I find someone who has an idea, who has a, 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 an idea to change the way people do things. And we're just beginning our journey. And I'm really excited to be here to tell you a little bit about, about what we're up to. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. You know, and what you told me right now, I have not worked for a huge corporation like that, but, you know, I've had plenty of conversations where people are telling me like, hey, you know, it's difficult to stand out in a place like that, right? Like, and they treat you like, like just one more person right there. Like there's not, it is difficult to find like a path, a journey. But like my brother said, quitting sometimes is difficult, right? And a lot of people are afraid of quitting because they feel like, is going to be a failure. It's like, oh no, if I leave this, I'm a failure, right? What are others going to think about me? What were some of the challenges, right? Like what was going through your mind through that moment when you were about to make that transition? I'm just trying to think of a quote that I the read the other day about most... Anyway, it was just, I was bored and I wasn't really getting anywhere. And I just thought, I just, I just need a change. I don't know if that's the kind of getting to a certain age, but I just thought, you know, It's, it's time to embrace something a little bit different. Yeah. Take on a little bit of risk. Risk yeah. is good. Risk mm. should be embraced a little bit. And I'm not sure my wife was too pleased about it, but <laughs> I thought I'm going to give this a go. And look, it's was, the dog, was the dog okay with that decision? That's my question. <laughs> dog was very supportive all the way yes. through. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, I, I, I find that so interesting, right? Because when we're faced with these decisions, right, it's like crossroads and it's like, hey, do, do I really want to invest my time, which is my most valuable asset right now in continuing to do this thing, maybe for others, maybe for like reasons that I might not even like be in sync with. And, and for you to, you know, make that jump from that corporate life uh, into that, that it wasn't fulfilling into this new opportunity, unknown, exciting, right? But yeah. and we'll, we'll chat a little bit about it. What does that, you know, what does that mean now? Yeah, well, just before then, the, the other silly, crazy thing is that I had tried two kind of entrepreneurial things well, and both had vaguely failed. They were kind of very adventurous out in Eastern Europe and then 
another opportunity out in, in, in West Africa and it all got a bit crazy and I ended up putting people in jail and it was mad. Uh-oh. And wow. so I thought maybe third time, third time lucky, let's, um, let's, uh, let's give this a go. And so I, I think you've got to believe in the product. You've got to believe in the people who you're going to be working with. And I guess I, I met the founder and I thought, this is, this is a good guy who's straight, who knows what he wants and, is a nice guy and you've got to work with nice guys as well. That, right? That's amazing. I mean, we, we often talk so we, with a lot of people that either they run like a one-man shop or they have companies with hundreds of people, right? And uh, and a lot of the common things that we've found is it's very important to have that partner, right? That kind of is, is a secret weapon, right? So Fonzie here is the dreamer, is the explorer. <laughs> he has like these amazing, crazy ideas. And then, you know, I'm the guy that like throws a rope and grabs him and put him down to reality and like, okay, here's how can we execute. I feel like lately that has been the dynamic, yep. which is super awesome. But Tell us a little bit, like, how was that encountered? Like, how do you meet your your founder? Like, how was that relationship? How did that start? Because a lot of people that are trying to start their businesses out there, right, are probably struggling with finding the right person to partner with, with this long-term relationship, right? Because this is something that you guys want to build, is something that, you know, that you're going to impact a lot of lives. How was that initial conversation? How was that initial meetup with this guy? So I was introduced to, to him by, uh, to Gurab, his name is, by a guy uh, I used to work with. And he said, you've got to meet Gurab because he's had to move to the UK from, from the US. He doesn't know that many people. He's kind of looking to raise a bit of money. He's got this idea. And I think you should meet him because you'd be able to introduce him to a load of people, right? All about community, meeting people, mm-hmm. you know, creating rapport. And I met him. And he told me a little bit about what he was doing, what he wanted to do, his plans. And I just, I just thought he was, I, I just thought he was a good guy. And it kind of, I go a lot on gut feelings. I don't know about you guys. You kind of South American, kind of that whole passionate thing. I work on kind of gut feeling and I just thought, yeah, th- th- this could be really, really interesting. So I kind of did a, a load of research on, on, um, on data analytics that I knew very little about. I knew that data was becoming more and more important, but I didn't know a whole lot about it. I did a bit of research on it. I kind of introduced him to a few people and and he said, listen, um, we're about to embark on this journey. Do you you want to join? And um, I kind of quit my job uh, within the next uh, couple of weeks. Wow, that's amazing. You know what? That that just tells me, because you're talking about gut feeling right here, you know, and I feel like we have been trained <laughs> lately not to listen to our gut feeling, oh, right? Man, yeah. And honestly, I feel like personally, some of the best experiences that happen has because of following my gut feeling, right? That passionate South American thing, you know? <laughs> oh, you're so and- passionate. Yeah. Dude, this guy, yeah, it, it, he's like the world passion. It's like it emanates. <laughs> ah! Yeah, all that. Yeah, but, it's okay. Sorry. But I, I, no, no, I, I love it, you know, because I think a lot of people, it, it's difficult to understand that feeling, right? But you can tell right now that you made the right decision and it is difficult. I think people battle with that feeling because we're going into the unknown, right? The fear of going into the unknown. We don't know where this company is going to go, right? You have your goals, you have your dreams, you are working hard to get it somewhere, but by like different than the old company that you were working with that that it's already a company that's already established you know you're securing there you know every year what's gonna happen pretty much 
this is the total opposite, right? Like you guys are growing this, you guys are hustling or grinding or do, putting in the work and it's unknown because you don't know how it's going to pay off. But I think that fear of the unknown is what makes it exciting, right? And that's what starts giving you that gut feeling like, mm, maybe this is the Let's right thing make it happen. I should do, the first step I should take. So absolutely fantastic. And something that you mentioned was that you went into it didn't, and you didn't know much about data, which I found yeah, interesting, yeah. right? Because a lot of people feel, I, I, I mean, I was certainly, I'm one of those persons. Like if I don't know much about this, I don't know if I want to go there, right? So from your point of view, Like, what is it that drove you to something that, you know, didn't know much about? Yeah, so I suppose it was, uh, well, if you don't know so about something, you kind of learn, you, you, you mm -hmm. kind of learn about it. And that in itself is a good thing, learning yep. something new, right? But, you know, I just think, and, and look, maybe I shouldn't have, or maybe I should, it should have been a data-driven response really as opposed to a, a kind of a heart a gut response but i just everywhere you go these days people are talking about data and mm. we've looked at the data and for covid19 or, or or um coronavirus the data says this or the data doesn't say that and i just think it's such a fascinating area yeah and i thought look i, I need to educate myself i need to learn and let's 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 learn as i go and let's let's see how we can we can take that and then grow on it and adapt and change and yeah that it was really just kind of i was curious i suppose and i wanted yeah. to mm. find out about something which i realized from the sidelines was going to become even more important as we progress and as more data is compiled and used and collected and you know you can't go anywhere without data being collected now right so yeah what do you do with that how do you make sense of it and how do you how do you empower people to use it better and that's kind of oh man that's kind of what, what that, that's say. such an inspiring thing and, and, and i think the word like that came to my mind when you were explaining this story is opportunity right you were out there yeah. this thing was all over the place and you're like wow there's something there because like if there's if if, if that term is causing noise out there into the world which it is like crazy right it's like yeah you know we, we can dive into that maybe not but it's like who like who do i trust and everything always goes back to data it's like hey let's look at the facts right and and there's a lot of power there and mm. and you know the powers in the whoever holds that information right and that's why platforms like this are so powerful because then you can build an audience that trusts you because you're dealing you're you're basically giving them data in a form of a story basically right uh, so it's so powerful that you chase that opportunity like okay you know even though i might not be the expert there there's an opportunity that i want to learn i'm curious about let's let's try it right like and you know whatever happens i'm okay with it but this is gonna be exciting and you took it you know head on i'm like let's yeah. make this happen and it's so exciting so i think that's a perfect transition a little bit on what do you guys actually do with you know your company <laughs> i'm very curious now i'm like teach me teach me more <laughs> no, no. well and, and data analytics sounds difficult and complex and hard and there are a lot of people who spend a lot of time chunking through data and compiling reports and all that sort of stuff and they have a terrible time of it yes because if they can't do it they have to give it to their it teams or they have to go to someone who knows how to code or someone technical. And what we've done, what Mammoth is, is a platform that allows 
a non-technical person do the whole thing themselves, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of bring data in, to clean it all up, to analyze it, to to do whatever they like with it without having to bother anybody else. And it it just and this is it. This is the philosophy of you know, do you want to make someone's life better or do you want to make someone's life less bad? And there are people who are struggling with data and we're making data really easy. And all the complicated stuff that people think data entails, actually, we've made it simple. And so there's no need to code, there's no need to be technical. You, the person who knows the data, can just do it, deal with it. Yeah. And all that, all that horrid stuff you have to do, you can do it in a tiny amount of time. And the rest, you can do all the stuff you want to do, analyze it and get all the results. I, I have a, a very important question here. Have you ever literally hit a computer while analyzing data? Because I feel <laughs> your passion with this. You're like, this is like, this was my thing. Like I, I needed this, right? And I, in my head, I'm thinking, I also need that. <laughs> I can't do, I can't do a VLOOKUP in Excel. I can't, I, I struggle to change dates in Excel. I hate it. It <laughs> took me so long. I'm not technical. And so the idea of this just, just it just it appealed to me just because yep. I hated having to do those reports and the pivot tables and this just lets you do it and I thought if it does this for me then it's gonna who and it's not really my job to be doing it but it, it'll help people whose job it is and who kind of hate having to report those, oh, do those yeah. reports so, yeah. that's awesome you know like I'm gonna be 100 honest. I'm not the data guy here. Nope. Uh, nope. My brother nope. is the one that put the reports together. He loves Excel. He like my, nerds my, out and that stuff. My but mouth is like salivating right now because you know we got through <laughs> all these reports. We're, we're we're about to train a VA to do that all that for us. And I'm like, oh, where yeah, were these guys two months ago? But <laughs> that, that being said, you know, like me not being the the data guy, right? I see so much value in it, and I know for a fact that is something I need to learn. I need to learn how to interpret data, really, because it's just going to help you make educated decisions, right, on where you need to go. When you have goals, if you don't pay attention to the data, it's going to be very difficult for that. And, and that's the real reason, guys, if you guys been asking, why do you keep your brother around? That's, <laughs> that's the only it. reason. That's why. I, because I he just keeps checking yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Ponzi, 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 the point is that you um, – You want to be doing the cool stuff and analyzing it and, you know, getting answers from it, interrogating stuff. The difficult bit is cleaning it all up before mm. you do that, right? Yep. And that's the bit that takes so long or did before we kind of, um, we kind of come up with mammoths. So, yeah. So, look, and your brother, the good news for your brother is that he doesn't have to be kind of uh, shown the door. He can just spend his yeah. time doing cooler stuff because you've, you've, you've taken away all the, all the, Yeah, he he could finally go to the gym. Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Um, again, dude, you you've been throwing me under the bus for like the last like 10 episodes. It's okay, guys. We're gonna stream like me going to the gym live. Yeah, uh, if you want me, it. if you want me going to to the gym, if you're listening to this now, send me a DM saying Luisa, go to the gym. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, closing that loop, Fonzie. Look, Dom, I, I think this is so, so exciting because, you know, when, when people are starting their own businesses, you know, we lived it uh, five years ago, right? And, and we had no way or like 
data was not a priority. Like tracking numbers was not a priority. We're like, how do we freaking sell to the next person so we can actually, you know, feed ourselves, right? And 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 but at the same time, it's so important because with data, you can actually track your actions and then you can look back and be like, wow, this worked, this didn't work. This worked, this didn't exactly. work. Let's do more of what works so then we can put more food in the table. So I think it's like a perfect circle and so important, right? Yeah. And and I'm gonna give a quick example, you know, uh five months ago, four months ago, when we hired like our operation team. It's, it's a group of four people right there in there working and we work with a ton of content, right? And uh, we were able to develop this amazing machine that literally produces more than a thousand pieces of content every single month for us and our clients, right? And it's with a very small team, but we were able to track a ton of data and learn a lot from the data because we're like, well, where are the faces that we spend the most time in, right? So we want to yep. be very effective with time. Mm -hmm. So from that, what's the solution? Should we hire a second person? Should we like invest in this tool that's going to make that process a little bit faster? And everything comes from data. And for us, that's a very specific example. But for a lot of people out there that are in the entrepreneurial world, you know, if they want to you know, move their business forward or their content for whatever that is, they need to go back and read data and sometimes reading spreadsheet not sometimes every single time reading just yep. spreadsheets is so freaking boring and hard so i'm glad that you guys come up with a solution then then can allow the, that entrepreneur that person that wants to move and change the world like we said in that intro can do it very simple and very easy and probably very visual. So we're definitely going to be going and check this thing out because I am, I'm so pumped now. Yep. Uh, I, uh, I'm so pumped. And I'm curious, you know, because again, we work on the on the content side and also it, it, data is valuable to know what I'm putting out there. Is it working, right? Exactly. Is, which of my content <laughs> is doing better? Which one should I double down on and stuff like that, right? But I'm curious, who is Mammoth for? Mammoth is for, well, I think Mammoth is for the analyst who has to chomp through all the data, who has to generate reports for, for management. But it's also equally for management who just want to dive into the data and see what sold in what town mm. over what period or, you know, oh, what the, the temperature in, in this machine was at a certain time. You know, it's it just makes data easy for people who are very technical and yeah. very often business analysts and, and kind of data analysts are not actually that technical. They don't add a code. Yeah. Um, and very often management who would have thought isn't that technical either. And so it's for anybody who isn't technical, but who needs to be on top of their data and make sense of it really quickly. Yeah. It's and that's what we do reduce the time by, Yeah, it's not good enough to reduce time by kind of 20%, 10 or 20%. It needs to be a kind of a 10x change, right? And oh, yeah, baby, yeah. I mean, time is the most precious resource anybody have in this earth. So the fact yeah. that you guys are giving time back to people is absolutely fantastic. I'm curious, like, can you use this with in the in the social world or do you guys have plans of using this with you know data for social media content stuff stuff like that yeah, we've, got, we've got customers who are pulling facebook data instagram data mm. uh, data just to to cut well they're kind of working on how to uh how to to to, to make their Uh, ad spend a lot more efficient. Oh, yeah. But, beautiful. You know, it, works, it works in all sorts. Wherever there's data, it, it kind of works. Oh, and, man. You know, oh. That is cool, yeah. We were kind of worried. 
we were worried that people were, you know, if, if they didn't have this to do anymore, would they be fired because, you know, they weren't needed anymore? <laughs> and what happens is that actually people are able to do more of the good stuff because they've freed up a whole bunch of time. And then the IT teams who previously were having to go backwards and forwards to help these, these analysts kind of get the answers they wanted, they're able to do what they want to do and what they're supposed to be doing rather than helping the, the analysts. So everyone's a winner. I think it's world changing. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, awesome. I mean, talk about an innovative <laughs> service, right? That is uh, helping build oh, up the world. Absolutely fantastic. L lately, we've been chatting a lot about it, the entrepreneur, the mindset behind a lot of things. But, you know, yesterday we had an, an awesome interview. Shout out to, to Sean. Uh, I'm not sure if this episode is going to come out of that or later, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> it... it We're talking about solving problems, right? Like, and that's the essence of entrepreneurship. That's the essence of like why yeah. we build companies, right? We solve that very specific problem with time and creation of content, right? Like we do high volume in very little time. So you, you can actually go do the things that you want to do. Right. Uh, and you guys do something very similar with data. And it's so inspiring to see that you guys saw that problem and you're like, let's tackle it. Like with everything that we got, But through that journey, I'm sure there has been some, you know, little uh, sleeping policemen, right? Is that how you call it, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some bumps um, on the way. So what are what are some like? I, I heard it on the F1 race the other day, so I think I'm right. Oh, you know? they said it like that. They said it like really? sleeping policemen. So, uh, yeah. a, a little context on that for people that are that are listening to this. So those little bumps on the road, right, when you're driving and you have to slow down and you go over the bump. Back home in Venezuela, in Spanish. The name of it is Sleeping Policeman, right? So I don't know if that's, is that the name in, in the UK as well? It's the name in the UK as well. Hey, yeah, yeah. Wow. They're, they're, they're not actual policemen. Uh, I must make that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that will be very painful. Uh, but but anyway, so I'm, I'm sure you guys encounter some kind of bumps on, on the way on like starting to get like this thing out, right? What are some things yeah, yeah. that What are some things that you guys have encountered, and then how are you able to go past them? Yeah, well, 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 Gurav failed three three times. Um, so he was working um, he was working in, in the advertising agency, and he realized that he was sick as a um, as a kind of uh, software engineer. He was getting sick of having to respond to all these requests for data, mm. and he thought there's got to be an easier way where we can empower the the analyst or the marketeer or whatever to do it. Um, but when he started doing it, he realized it's really hard to do the whole thing because you can't, you don't just give them insights. You have to allow them to analyze the data. You have to clean up the data. You have to bring it into one place, into a warehouse. You have to bring different data sets together. It was really hard. He failed about three or four times, I think. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, but, but, you know, you've got to persevere. And I think you know, I mean, this is a thing in life, right? I mean, life rarely goes according to plan. And um, that's coming back to the gut feeling, you know, you're not... I don't think we're particularly in control. We like to think we are, but you know, but the one thing that'll get you through all that is is kind of perseverance. And, and I think the problem that we have now is that just not enough people can conceptually grasp the idea that they could themselves take control of their data and and be empowered to do what they want with it. Uh, just because it's never really been done before, and everybody else we compete with are. Um, are software platforms which are designed for the the, the IT teams, right? So yeah. you still have that that inefficiency, and you still have the 
the IT teams who are once removed from, from the data analyst. The data analyst knows what they want, but don't know how to get it. The, the IT guys know uh, how to get it, but they don't know why they're getting it. And, you know, <laughs> we are removing that. And the, the, the idea is kind of pretty, pretty out there. And, and that's kind of one of the main challenges that, yeah. that I have. And I want to democratize data, which is a terrible phrase that everyone now uses, but I want everybody to be able to use it. Yeah. There's so much around. And if you know what you're talking about and you've got the data, the sky's your limit, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's, it's I, I think the benefit, right? Like for, for you guys listening, I, I think if we translate this into results, right? And I'm going to give a very simple example, right? When we first started, uh, we how we deal with content is like batches, right? Uh, and again, I, I say my example uh, because that's what like we do every single day, but we do batches. And when we first started with the team, we're producing about 20 batches uh, per month, right? So that means that we can get about, what's that? Four clients? Four clients. Five clients. Five clients. Thank you. He's a math guy. Okay, five clients. And he's the data guy. And I'm the right. data guy. That, that, that's that's what I need, mama. There we go. <laughs> this is why, why I need it. Okay, so five clients. Now we're operating at about 60 batches because through data, we were able to see these gaps of times and different things that we can then optimize, right? Because we were seeing the data, we're like, hey, here, you know, we can improve this side of the process to now from 20 batches, now we can produce 60 batches with one team, right? Well, what is that in clients? That's 15 because that that's three times, three okay, times there you five, go. 15. I just want you to chime in. Okay. <laughs> so we triple the amount of clients that the business yep. can take in per team, right? So everything goes up, sales goes up, you know, margins goes up. And then that's a, a, a big benefit, obviously, for the company. We can feed our team's families and so on. So that, that, that data translation that we were able to do that's the result for the business. So for you guys listening, picture in your mind, how will you use data? How can be so effective? And then yeah. by reaching out to these guys, which is awesome, right? Or researching yeah. a little bit more about them, right? How can you optimize that? So for you, you can actually do it without spending hours and days and weeks on spreadsheets and then making sure that your company moves forward. So I just wanted to kind of paint the picture in yeah. people's head on what these means uh, if they start to implement it. Yeah, definitely. What, I mean, was that accurate, Dom? Dom? Was that, did that make sense? Yeah, no, spot on. Spot on. And yeah, people don't realize how much data they have, right? There's mm. a lot of data there. And then the other thing is that there's a lot of publicly available data. And we're working with, with a company that manufactures camping equipment, right? And they have all their sales, so they know where, which shops they sell most and where to stock and all the rest of it. But if we were able to help them bring in the, the weather data, they could then realize that they were more likely to be selling tents and things when the weather was about to be good or, Ooh. you know, mosquito repellent when, you know, uh, when it was going to be a little bit wet, whatever it is. You know, yeah. that yeah. can have a huge impact on, on how you take your product to market. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Can I can I like look into the future, right? Like, let's yeah. see what's happening. So we actually know what's about to happen. So then we can make these decisions to crush it out there in the world. This is amazing. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm loving it. You know, and actually some of the, actually not some of the, like all the successful people that we've talked to, business owners, they keep their data, they, they know their data, they, they know, know their KPIs, right? They know where they stand and what they need to cut out and where they need to add more efforts. And it's because they're keeping track of their data, right? And honestly, 
to this point, I think like that's what separates the the boys from the men, right? Like, <laughs> if you want to put it that way, like, well, and, and, and beards and, and, clearly. So I'm, you know, you're uh, a man. Uh, thank you, appreciate okay, it. I, 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 <laughs> last time I checked, yes. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> you checked down there, but it, <laughs> was it everything good down there? Okay, good. But it it is that right? Like the importance of data, and I think that's what we're trying to tell people in this episode, right? That is. You guys need to keep an eye on your data and what better way to do it than with a platform that simplifies it for you like Mammoth do, right? Because, again, I'm not a data person and I every time I see all these numbers and all those things, I'm like, oh, man, like this looks just painful. So I hand it out to my brother and then he does his Excel thing and then it is nice to look. But if we had a platform that's going to make it nice to look at and understand Ooh, right baby. there and then. Yeah. Why not? Like, it's, again, it's going to save you time and it's going to allow you to put your efforts. To make your lives better. And we've got someone who chunks through kind of market research. Every Monday morning she has to do, she spends five hours kind of chomping through the mm. last week's sales data for management reports. We've got that down to three minutes for her. Wow. So, no, seven minutes. Wow. Hold five on. Hours. Her life, her Monday, on a Sunday night, she can go to bed happy that wow. the next day isn't going to be destroyed by going through all these figures and all the rest of it. Eh? That, you want to make people's lives better. Aww. That's, that's, that's awesome. a way. That's a, yeah. that's that's a hook for the episode. You know, from freaking data crunching for five hours on a Sunday night to just three minutes and sleeping so good so good <laughs> and having a good night's having sleep. a good yeah. night's sleep that, and in monday your boss is being so that happy is, that is amazing you know oh, i'm man. going going off the topic of propelify right like this series that we're doing with you dom right that bringing ideas and turning them into reality in this like people need to understand that technology i mean technology is here to stay it's evolving very very quickly and is meant to complement our life it's not it's not meant to take over our life it's, it's meant to make it easier and make our jobs easier and help us do what we do best so and i think i read this it was on peter thiel um book zero to one that he was talking that a lot of people just think that technology is evil because technology is gonna take over and it's gonna <laughs> you know remove people from their jobs but no it is complementary to what we're doing it's just gonna allow us to perform at higher it, levels yeah. absolutely dude dom uh, as we wrap this up what it's uh we could put it as an action point or an inspiring thought out there right yeah. you, you, I'll, I'll give one action point real quick guys go sign up for mammoth right that's now it, yeah that, that's, that, that's one action that's point. one action point <laughs> and then the second one is obviously you've had a really awesome life and you know we really wish that we could we could explore that a little bit better but like through that and the opportunities that you're chasing and what you're seeing with the with mammoth right what are some action points or inspiring thoughts that you want to share with the audience oh I, so the philosophy of mammoth is is not to kind of you know destroy the markets it's not to take over other things it, it's to be complementary and i think that uh, just being nice and doing the right thing isn't gonna isn't gonna take you far wrong right and and you might initially get get, get trampled a little bit but just trying to do the right thing and if you put the other person first you're trying to solve a problem that someone else has then i think you can sleep easily and i think the world will become 
better and better if people are thinking about other people um sometimes probably as much as possible before they think of themselves i love it thank you dom and actually going off of data i read this in a book um that they did a study between people that were nice and people that weren't as nice to see who was more successful in the long run, right? And actually, at first, the people that were not very nice were more successful, but then they lose trust of everybody that they work with. And the people that are nice, over time, they just become extremely successful. And that study was backed up by data. So Let's thank you go. so much for that one. That is absolutely amazing, yeah. The, for those wondering, the book is <laughs> calling Barking at the Wrong Tree. Yes. Uh, amazing book. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh, Dom, where, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you or with Mammoth? Like if they want to find out more, where can they go? Yeah, mammoth.io. Um, you can find me, Donberry, on um, on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, mammoth.io is probably the best uh, the best place to go. And if, if you're a student as well, there's some cool stuff we're doing with students to help them with their studies as well. So, uh, yeah, mammoth, M-A-M-M-O-T-H dot I-O. Sweet. We're awesome. going we're gonna to leave all the links in the description below. So all you got to do is just like scroll down just a little tiny bit and... Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to go through your website, <laughs> the documents that you guys have, the resources. I'm, I'm going to start learning everything yeah, about data. Oh, man, you just like sent him through a rabbit hole. Thank you, Dom. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, it, it, Dom, it was a pleasure having yeah, you, man. Thank you. Uh, don't leave in two seconds. We're going to say that he's spending goodbye. But with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into the Content is Profit podcast. Go ahead and hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did because you need data, don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Thank you, guys.